We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Fantasy Football Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks 2021 Week 7 Rankings Update, full NFL injury report, props, and DK ownership. If you want to help out the channel, sub to it. Also, smash the like button to the episode. That's the best way to do it, completely free to do. Plus, the DraftKings Listeners League is not yet full, so hit the description, get the link to the league, and join it. We, we need to fill this, or they're going to make it smaller, which is insane because it's a rake-free tournament for 15 bucks. You should most definitely be playing in this league. Do not make it smaller. We don't want them to get rid of rake-free money. It's the best tournament on DraftKings. Additionally, all the rankings are updated down in the description right now, as is the newsletter sent out on Saturday afternoon. I will update that through the inactives on Sunday if you're looking for the full injury report and what those decisions are going to be. If you have a start sick question, easy stuff. Tune in 11.30 a.m. Eastern time on Mayo Media Network Sunday morning. JT Hayes has got you on the live chat this week. Ask him some starts, some sits, and I mean, he's one of the best DraftKings players out there. So if you have any DFS questions, go check that out right now. Props for week number seven. The contest uh, details on the Mayo Media Network prize picks pool is in the description if you want to check the leaderboard to see how you're doing, how you need to catch up. But if you haven't played yet, you can still join the contest. You might not win at this point, but it does make you eligible for the free $50 bonus if you win. Uh, and you can only do that by joining prizepicks.com right now, depositing with code MMN. That gives you a $100 deposit bonus. So you deposit $100, you get $200. So it's $100 of free money. You might want to take advantage of that and if you join the contest it's just a seven dollar and 11 cent entry needs to be five players from sunday overs or unders on their props that's all we got out there uh and then if you do the seven dollar and 11 cent entry you're eligible for that 50 dollar bonus so you can turn seven dollars and 11 cents into like 121 bucks if you're a low stakes player but you want to get in or if like Sportsbooks aren't legal in your state. This is the way to do it. Prizepicks.com, code MMN. The two that I went with for my main play this week, and it's the first time I've done this, it's a double anytime touchdown over. Two guys that I think that are going to score touchdowns this week. I essentially just went and looked at who the worst rushing defenses are, but where these are anytime touchdowns, you do get the out of a passing touchdown as well. Some are sectioned off as rushing touchdowns only, some as receiving touchdowns only. These are anytime touchdowns. So I went with James Conner over 
0.5 touchdowns. So James Conner to score a touchdown with Daryl Williams to score a touchdown against Tennessee. So you have a giant favorite with one of the highest team totals against a terrible rushing defense. You have to assume that James Conner is going to get some carries from inside the five, so I'd like him to score on those. He scored a bunch of touchdowns already, even if the yardage is never really there. Uh, And then Darrell Williams, I mean, he just looks better than Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and they do trust him inside the five-yard line. He is the one getting the ball on the ground, so over .5 in the highest total game of the week. I mean, I want to say it sounds like easy stuff, but it never turns out to be easy stuff. But I put in my entry. $50 pays $150 back to me. Uh, and then I'll have another three for my picks in the MMN pool. Uh, one of them is Josh Jacobs over .5 anytime touchdowns as well. Philly's run defense is brutal. Good at getting to the passer, but not really stopping the run. And we know that the Raiders will keep the ball on the ground more often than not inside the five as well. And that's Josh Jacobs territory. I know Kenyon Drake had the receiving touchdown last week, not expecting a receiving touchdown from Josh Jacobs. And I always find it really hard to peg Josh Jacobs. Wording could probably be better on that one, but rushing touchdown wise, he's one of the best guys. If the Raiders at the one yard line, he's getting the ball. At least he's getting the first crack or two at it. If they're first and goal from the one. So Josh Jacobs over 0.5 touchdowns, despite the fact that I like Philly in that game. uh, I do think it's going to be close three point spread right now with DraftKings Sportsbook. So that is the way that I would roll. I might even play a three play of those three guys and maybe even go to see the anytime touchdown props on the sportsbooks as well. So you can have, you know, those, you can go opposite of me. You can take whatever you want and you can play in the contest of five picks, $7.11 entry as you fill it out to get into that contest to qualify. That's how they register it with the $7.11 entry. Prizepicks.com, code MMN, now available in Maryland. If you're in Maryland, you can now play on Prize Picks. That's new as of this week. So go check it out. Use our code. Tell them we sent you and go get it. Go take advantage of the bonus $50 as a part of the MMN props contest. Injuries and rankings for week seven. We'll start at the running back position. Damian Williams is on, was on the COVID list, but he is now off the COVID list. He is in this week for the Chicago Bears. I initially had Khalil Herbert at number 10 in the running back rankings, even in a bad matchup with Tampa Bay, but that was because he was going to touch the ball, you know, 90% of the time in the backfield for the Bears, and he would get all the receiving work, presumably as well. With Damian Williams back, I would think that Herbert is still the lead. Williams is the receiving back, but I could be completely wrong on that one. So I've completely adjusted the rankings. I have Damian Harris coming in at number 34 in the running back rankings this week for half-point PPR and dropped... Herbert all the way down from number nine to number 20. That's in between Antonio Gibson and JD McKissick, but that's still ahead of like Le'Veon Bell, Michael Carter, Devonta Freeman. And it looks like Freeman's going to get the start for the Ravens because Latavius Murray is officially out this week. Uh, if you were waiting on that news, Jamichael Hasty is going to be in, it appears for the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday night football. So now you have Elijah Mitchell, you have Trey Sermon, and you have Jamichael Hasty coming back to throw a wrench into the situation. I just prefer Elijah Mitchell. He's inside my top 20 at running back this week. I think it's him, and then it's everyone else. And that is how the ground game is going to go through. And Jimmy G is going to be back for the San Francisco 49ers, too. Trey Lance is out. So uh, I expect a heavier lean, and the receiving should be up a tick on all of those running backs, but especially especially Elijah Mitchell, because Trey Lance, in the face of having to dump it off to his running back, was just more likely to run the ball than do that. So expect a more run-focused game plan uh, with Jimmy G under center right now. Tevin Coleman is questionable for the New York Jets. Not that you were playing him anyway, but he might be out for this game against the Patriots. Stop! 
Breaking news. Allens Collins is going to play on Monday night for the Seattle Seahawks. So I've readjusted the rankings. You can find those down in the description. I've still bumped him down because I do think with Rashad Penny being back for like the one game that he'll play this year, they'll want to get him involved a little bit. I still do like Alex Collins by far the best of anyone in the Seattle backfield. And I think it's a D... Actually, it's not a great matchup against the New Orleans Saints. Who are we kidding here? They do have a really good run defense and a really good defense in general. I expect this to be a very low scoring game. But the way that I'm looking at it right now is I have Alex Collins inserted at number 25 in the running back rankings. That's in between Miles Sanders and A.J. Dillon. I have Rashad Penny at number 33. That's in between David Johnson and the recently activated Damian Williams. I think they both touch the ball in this backfield. Essentially what we saw from DJ Dallas on Sunday evening last week where he was the primary two-minute drill pass catching back. I think a lot of that is going to go to Rashad Penny in this game, but he'll get far more carries than DJ Dallas and Travis Homer actually combined for against the Steelers. So I think that Collins, you're probably looking in the neighborhood of 14 to 20 touches, majority of those rushes, not catches. And then with Rashad Penny, you're probably looking at seven to 12 touches with probably an uptick for him in the passing game this week. Back to what I had previously recorded then you can just check the rankings because I will update them again along with the injury report in the Mayo Media Newsletter. Sub in the description right now. Just click the, the hyperlink and boom, it'll bring you right to it. And I'll make sure that the injuries are updated as of 11.35 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday morning, uh, just so you have that update. And you can just check there. And that's all you need to do. Antonio Gibson is likely in. Samaje Ryan is going to be in coming off the COVID list for the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that he just takes the spot of Chris Evans, even though Chris Evans looked pretty good last week. It's Joe Mixon's backfield. You don't really want to start P. Ryan, but in a week like this, maybe you have to. He's probably good for a couple catches and a couple carries. Mentioned Latavius Murray is out. Bell and Freeman, very close together. I think that Bell is a better shot to score on the ground. Murray probably more involved overall and in the passing game. But I'll play the touchdown upside because that's what we're doing with these crappy Ravens running backs. No word yet if Tyson Williams is going to be activated or not. But if he gets activated, then who knows what's going on back there in the backfield. It's a tricky situation to try to navigate through. But uh, Bell, Freeman, and then Williams for me so far this week. But if you wanted to play Freeman over Bell... Who am I to argue with you? You might have a better read on the situation than I do because I don't have a great read on the situation. Check out the Friday show on the Pat Mayo Experience, by the way. It was a good one this week with Cam Pizzola. Uh, tricky betting week as well. And like I'm not reading the board very well, but that actually doesn't make any sort of difference. Because when I feel like I have a really good read, it's not like I know my record's like 10-0 and 0 for the week. No, it's just some weeks you have good weeks, some weeks you have bad weeks. And how you feel about it rarely impacts how it works. Sometimes you have a really strong lean on a game, and you're correct. But other times you have a really strong lean, like I did on the Browns last week, and they get blown up by the Cardinals. And that just happens. Saquon is out officially. Uh, so Devontae Booker's a really good play this week. Uh, Kareem Hunt could be back for week eight, and obviously... Kareem Hunt is going to miss another three to five weeks with that calf injury. At the wide receiver position, uh, the one I'm monitoring the most right now is Sterling Shepard, and really that entire Giants receiving core. What we know is that Tony is out. We know that... Kenny Galladay is out. Sterling Shepard may play, but he's going to be a game-time decision. Darius Slayton may play, but he's going to be a game-time decision. Colin Johnson's healthy. 2L Colin. Not that that's helping anyone. Dante Pettis, he's healthy too. And John Ross is actually questionable too for the Giants. So uh, weird situation for the Giants. I, I still really like Shepard if he plays. <clears throat> um, 
It just It's such an easy throw. Uh, Stephen Gilmore's not going to be activated for the Carolina Panthers in this one. So Slayton on the outside could present some value too if he ends up playing. But I think that the only one that you could, the only two Giants you can really trust in this game is Shepard if he plays and Devontae Booker out of the backfield for like a uh, running back two type of week. Like maybe he, if he scores a touchdown, he could be a top 10 guy. If he doesn't, he's probably going to be like running back 15 for the week, which is definitely playable, but you need that touchdown upside for him. Nico Collins is questionable for the Houston Texans in a big catch-up spot. Obviously, everything just points to Brendan Cooks here. Chris Conley also questionable for that game. Um, You're probably not playing those losers anyway. Deontay Harris is now out for the New Orleans Saints. Michael Thomas will not return. No word yet on Traquan, but it doesn't look like he's going to be back either. So it's Marquez and Chris Hogan just retired again, I guess. So it's Marquez Calloway and others in this game for the Saints offense not looking great for the Saints offense it's gonna look all right in a few weeks on Monday Night Football against a soft secondary of the Seattle Seahawks probably not guys to take advantage of because Callaway is much better suited as a number two than a number one if he is generating primary coverage not going to be a great situation you can check out where all of these guys rank in the updated rankings up on dknation.com or down in the description right now Julio Jones looks like he is going to play with this hamstring injury still a game time call but he is likely to be in uh, Devontae Parker is questionable I'm leaning towards him being in and Preston Williams being out for the Miami Dolphins Darius Slayton, like I said, likely in, but again, game time decision. And then a bunch of guys uh, who are in. Calvin Ridley is in. Russell Gage is in, coming back for the Falcons against the Dolphins. Jerry Judy could be back next week. Michael Thomas we could see in week 8 or week 9 or week 10. If you've been holding on to him, there is some light at the end of the tunnel for him. He still has to come back, by the way. Be in. Uh, he has to like want to play for the New Orleans Saints again. I'm guessing that he will, but he might just A.J. Green the situation be like, nope. I'm out. I'm not coming back. I am going to sign somewhere else next year or give me more, more, more money, um, which I can't blame him for at this point. I would like him to come back because I've been holding on to him in a few spots. Antonio Brown is out for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And when I get to the DK ownership, uh, I mean, Tower Johnson's a guy who is primarily going to be filling in for Antonio Brown. Gronk is out as well. So good news for a OJ Howard, who is questionable to play. If he sits too, Cameron Bray, like, let's get him into lineups right away. But no Antonio Brown this week. T.Y. Hilton is out, so boost up. Mo Ali Cox, boost up. Michael Pittman, boost up. Zach Pascal, because Paris, Paris Campbell, Paris Campbell has been placed on injured reserve. He is going to be out for a while. Kadarius Tony out. Brandon Zilstra and Terrace Marshall are both out for the Carolina Panthers. She, Smith, will be the third receiver for the Carolina Panthers this week, uh, going with Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore and Chuba Hubbard out of the backfield. I forgot about C.J. Board. He's out for the New York Giants, too. Not that anyone cares. Sammy Watkins is out. Good news for Rashad Bateman, especially Andre. He's going to be very popular on DraftKings this week. Kenny Galladay, like I said, is out. Cam Sims and Curtis Samuel, both out. Antonio Golden-Gandy was signed to the active roster for the Washington football team. You don't want to play him, but that's, you know, where we're at right now with that offense quarterbacks and tight ends. I mentioned Jimmy G is going to start for the San Francisco 49ers. You could, you could theoretically make Debo the number one receiver this week. I didn't in the rankings, but he is, I think number six in the rankings. Great news for him. Trey Lance is out. He won't even be the backup in the spot. Nate Sudfield is going to be the backup on Sunday night football for the 49ers. Tyrod, Will not start in week seven. Davis Mills will, but he could be back in week eight. Dak Prescott, obviously dealing with this foot injury. They're on by. We don't know what his status is. And it looks like Baker's going to be out for a bit for the Cleveland Browns. So we'll expect some more Case Keenum. And then if Baker can get back healthy, good news for everyone involved. Tight ends. Darren Waller was added to the injury report on Saturday. Seems like it's just a rest day. They said it was an 
ankle injury. I'm not too worried about it, but if he does sit and you have no other options, which you should on the waiver wire, even if it is a late game, uh, just pick up Foster Moreau and be on your way. Travis Kelsey going to play. Evan Ingram, we don't know yet. Dallas Goddard will be in off the COVID list for the Philadelphia Eagles. Zach Ertz is going to play for the Arizona Cardinals. Jimmy Graham is out with COVID-19. Rob Gronkowski is out with his rib problem. And Dawson Knox, it was revealed, does have the broken hand. He got surgery. He's out two to four weeks coming out of the bye for the Buffalo Bills. DraftKings ownership for the week. My cheat sheet is up on DraftKingsPlaybook.com. If you hit the description right now and go to the newsletter and play in the Pat Mayo Experience DraftKings League, but in the newsletter, uh, I have weird lineups with different combinations that are in them. The, the shitter guy lineup that Raza and I made on Thursday, plus some player notes and exploitable spot, uh, spots on this slate. Just a more in-depth look at some of the better plays and fades this week on DraftKings. You could probably parlay that in to your season-long lineups as well. I highly recommend using runthesims.com. There's a promo deal going on right now. If you use, uh, just go to runthesims.com slash mayo. It'll bring you to the page. If you get the monthly deal, it's usually 69 bucks. But if you use code RTS for runthesims at checkout, you get 25% off that. So you get to use it for a month. It'll be 51 bucks. And Justin Freeman, my partner at the site, he is the one that does all the baseline projections that are in there. You can customize those any way you want. Use them for, you know, use the optimizer, use a single game simulator that runs 10,000 times the prop tools but justin's projections one of the main reasons that i wanted to do this site with justin because his projections are awesome you can use them for season long too if you want to and i mean it was evidenced by thursday night he he won the big tournament on DraftKings for the thursday night showdown car on FanDuel for the thursday night showdown contest and was 0.2 points away from winning the big gpp on DraftKings as well i don't think i've ever seen anyone do that before when it, obviously it didn't happen but he came 0.2 points away from winning the big money on FanDuel and the big money on DraftKings. so a great week for Justin Freeman, my partner at runthesims.com, one of the best showdown players on earth and one of the best projections uh, makers of anyone on the planet right now. And you can get all of his stuff at runthesims.com. Use that code RTS for the monthly membership right now. Uh, and you'll be 51 bucks. You can go try it. There's a weekly too for like 19 bucks. If you use like slash mayo at the end of runthesims.com, you get 10% off. So you get $1.90 off of it uh, for the 10%. But if you just want to test it out, it's a great Great tool. All the tools are great. And it's a good research tool with the advanced stats hub too. If you want to look at play level data, because that's all in there. That's actually free. Uh, if you just use the free to go sign up for that, but ownership guesses for the week, I'm looking at quarterbacks right now, Mahomes, Lamar and Stafford one, two, three for me. I think the Mahomes probably tops at around like 12, 13% uh, in ownership. It's going to be a popular stack look and Mahomes is awesome. I can't tell you not to play him. I do think that Tom Brady is the play now at quarterback, though, looking at this, especially with Antonio Brown out. It just, I mean, it makes so much logical sense. I have no clue who to bring it back with on Chicago. I might just play those three guys blind. Brady, Evans, Godwin, print money. Be on my way. It seems like a pretty good situation. Hopefully Fournette doesn't do all the scoring on that team. You can get tricky and use OJ Howard or use Cameron Braid if OJ Howard ends up sitting or use Tyler Johnson. Just feels like those three guys are where you want to be on that team and just figure it out with the rest of the players. I have Brady coming at below 5% right now, which is shocking. Uh, hopefully that keeps itself up onto Sunday, but everyone just wants to play Mahomes, Lamar, Stafford, and Jalen Hurts. And they're just not looking at the Tampa stack, which is insane, considering all they do is throw and score points. And they're playing the Bears, who their defense is okay. It's not great by any means, and it's certainly not good enough to slow down the Buccaneers at home. Anyway, running backs, Derrick Henry, Daryl Henderson, Daryl Williams. 
those three guys are going to be using like everyone's lineup this week. Chuba Hubbard, Miles Sanders might sneak into there as well. But it's a pretty chalky week. If you want to go off the board at running back, I do think the Devontae Booker, because he could potentially score a bunch of touchdowns. James Conner is another one. Everyone likes Edmonds in that game. I do think that the touchdown upside for multiple scores rests with James Conner. Those are two good pivot guys. If I mean, I like the idea of playing Henry and Henderson. You can make it work pretty easily this week with some of the cheaper stacks. But you know, if everyone has him, you know, if Derrick Henry just doesn't score a touchdown and rushes for... If Derrick Henry only scores like 15 points, you can win without having Derrick Henry in your lineup. And that's within his range of outcomes. It's unlikely, but you know, it's on the table. Wide receiver, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, Chris Godwin. Those are probably going to be your top four. Rashad Bateman is another one at $3,400 who's going to draw a lot of interest this week. If you want to fade Bateman, I get it. Uh, Just the chalky $3,000 receiver is really never a good play, but I'm a sucker, so I'm probably going to use him anyway. He was in the shitter guy lineup, uh, which you can find the repeat of in the uh, newsletter down in the description if you want to. Tight end, Kelsey, Gasicki, Ricky Seals-Jones. And Ricky Seals-Jones isn't even really going to be all that chalky Darren Waller will probably carry a bunch of ownership as well if Ricky Seals Jones comes in at like seven eight percent where I have him right now I still think he's a really good play this week he's cheap he makes a lot of lineups work in defense it's a pretty obvious week where people are going at defense the Cardinals defense is just going to be through the roof owned it's always good to fade chalky defenses uh the Patriots are also going to be very highly owned against uh Zoomer Zach and the New York Jumbo Jets uh, especially at home this time. I mean, if you want to fade both of those and go in a different direction, it's defense. It's the most random of the fantasy position, positions on drafting, so it's better not to go with the popular side. The popular defense can be the highest scoring defense of the week, and you know, it's not going to be every single week or even close to the majority of weeks. So just a blind fade and just pick a random defense usually works out better at that point because touchdowns on defense are super random, and uh, you just have to look backdoor into one. That's how you win these weeks. It's, it's kind of weird. Uh, Anyway, you can find my cheat sheet up on DKNation.com if you're looking just for all the picks. I mentioned the tools at RunTheSims.com. So go to RunTheSims.com slash Mayo. Use code RTS for 25% off the monthly membership right now for the optimizer, the single game simulator, the prop tools, and everything that we have up there for you. Custom inputs. You can use the stock inputs. Uh, You can put in as much or as little effort as you want, but you'll get your lineups and you'll get your projections. Not a problem at RunTheSims.com. PrizePicks.com with code MMA to get that match deposit play a seven dollar and 11 cent entry with five picks with all sunday guys to qualify for that 50 dollar bonus as well if you go five for five great for people building their bankroll smash a like sub to the channel and sub to that newsletter down in the description and play in the pat mayo experience DraftKings listeners league right now i'm pat mayo thank you for watching good luck in the travesty that is week seven i'll see you next time If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.